When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey all you heroes, hawks, heralds, crows, pirates, and wardens. Welcome to the Dragon Age Lorecast, where we unpack, discuss, and galaxy brain about all the lore behind the Dragon Age series. We are so excited to bring you this podcast. Every episode, we'll be talking about a different topic in the Dragon Age universe. From character deep dives to exalted marches and elven gods, we will cover it all. There will be spoilers. And always remember, swooping is bad. Hello and welcome to the Dragon Age Lorecast. As always, I want to remind you that our intro music comes from Pipe Man Studios. So if you like it, go give them a follow and support them. We are here today with our monthly scheduled patron chat. And so we've got some lovely patrons over here. And so I'm going to let them introduce themselves and they'll just go in the order of my screen. Also, I am Austin, also known as Teacup, and my other co-host. I'm Shelby. I thought you forgot about me there for a second. I can never forget you. All right, so Lizzie, you can go first. Hey, everyone. I am Lizzie, or LVCC13. I'm Capricorn Tower. Hi, I'm Kolka. Our newest patron, Steven. I'm Steven, also uh, known as Crimson Knight. Last, but of course not least, Wes. Hello, I am Wes. Yeah. And so our topic today is, if you are casting a Dragon Age show, who are you casting for it? But it's also kind of, you're casting a style of show, i.e., you know, okay, so it's a Parks and Rec type show, with about Dorian and Mavaris and their antics in the Deventer Magisterium. And then you cast different people as the people in your thing. That I that's right, right? That's that's Everyone one example. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you could do whatever you want. Like it it could be something you create. It could be based on one of the games. It could be based on a quest of the game. It can be anything. It could be based on a book. Whatever you want to create and cast, that is up to you. All right, so I'll just open the floor for whoever wants to go first. So I didn't go too in-depth into this, but I had a thought. What if, so assuming, spoiler alert, Morgan drinks from the Well of Sorrows, right? That means she's connected to Flemeth Mithal for all eternity, right? So what if we had either a, like, 
small TV series or a short film or something like that of Morgan trying to communicate with the voices now in her head, trying to figure out what the heck happened to Flemeth because she doesn't really know what happened to her at this point. She doesn't know that Solus has absorbed Flemeth. So I thought what might be cool is her maybe looking for Flemeth just to figure out what the heck's going on. So I had for casting for this, I really only thought about Flemeth Morgan and Solus because I figured she would somehow run into him given what happened. So I thought for Flemeth, Alex Kingston from Doctor Who, she would be the perfect Flemeth slash Mathal. She's just crazy enough to make it work. And then for Morgan, I thought Katie McGrath from the uh, Merlin. That was the show from Merlin. I think she would be a great Morgan. And then for Solace, I think Benedict Cumberbatch would be a fantastic Solace. He he does evil really well and or morally ambiguous as evidenced by Sherlock. Benedict Cumberbatch bald is a very interesting picture in my brain. I know, right? But he's got the thing. He has Solace's face. I have a personal vendetta against Benedict Cumberbatch. There's no reason for it. I just hate him. Okay, don't let her fool you because she loved Doctor Strange. That's true. I did. Um, But I still have a personal vendetta against Benedict Cumberbatch. I honestly think it's because I was on Tumblr in like 2010 and we always made fun of him and called him like Biscuit Cumbie Bottom or whatever, like just making up stupid names for him. So I think that's part of it. Um, But anyways, I don't like him. But I do see um, your other choices very much, especially, especially Katie McGrath. I think she'd be really great. Yeah, Tumblr was a very dangerous place in that particular part of the decade. (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) I'll go next. So I cast um, Dragon Age Origins. And for the Warden, I went with uh, Tom Sturridge as a mage. Um, Then... For Morgan, uh, okay, I went back and forth on this one. So either Anya Chalotra, I have no idea if I'm butchering her last name, but from The Witcher, or Eva Green. Um, she is, uh, I think, like a French-Canadian actress. Um, she was in The Kingdom of Heaven, and uh, also she was in uh, Miss Peregrine's Home for Something Children. Plymouth. Obviously got to just keep with Kate Mulgrew. Um, For Loghain, Ian McShane. I think he has like the perfect voice and can bring even better, you know, energy to uh, to Loghain. And then for Liliana, Jessica Chastain. Um, Sten, uh, Dave Bautista. Um, Augrin, and this isn't going to work entirely because he's really tall. But Christopher Hibju, he was uh, Tormund in Game of Thrones. And then um, for Zevram, Maxim Baldry, he's uh, Isildur in the Rings of Power. And then for Shale, I also could not decide on Shale. Um, So I just had to just stay with um, Geraldine Blecker who is also her original voice actress. Cause in my mind it was like, she'll be mostly CGI anyway. Um, and then the hardest one for me was 
Alistair. And I kind of just felt like I had to go with Jensen Ackles, but I searched for any other alternative for so long. And I was like, I love Stennis Dave Bautista. Like, I'm down with that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, mine is short, so I can go. So mine is very simple. It is just the adventures of Brother Genitivi. I want to know him going all the places to learn all the thing. And I would cast Jonathan Price as Brother Genitivi, TV, who plays the High Sparrow in Game of Thrones. And he also plays uh, the governor in Pirates. That's what I would do. And that's all I got the casting wise, because I'm very bad at these. He also plays Prince Philip in season five of The Crown, which just came out. FYI. All right. I'll see if I can get through uh, about 30 seconds without coughing up a lung. Uh, I also cast Dragon Age Origins. Uh, I figure you got to start at the beginning to get a good show because this is going to be a 15 to 30 season event. We're going to get the new Grey's Anatomy going. Uh in the first season, I have it. So we're going to have all the, we're going to have my canon, which is the human noble. Uh, it's going to cover Ostagar and it's going to stop after we boot Connor off of the ramparts in Redcliffe. Uh, after the, the big final scene, it's going to be the big climactic fight with the desire demon. And we're going to get told, ah, now we need to go get the magic dust from the urn of whatever. And that's going to be it. And here I got the cast. So first up, the most important, Duncan, Sean Bean. You know, he's, he's, he's cast him to die. Uh, the King Kalen, uh, if anyone knows who Jamie Campbell Bauer is, uh, he was in Stranger Things. Uh, he was I apparently cast in Twilight. Uh, for Loghain, Mads Mikkelsen. For Morgan, I've got Jamie Alexander. If anybody doesn't know who that is, it's Lady Sif from the Thor movies. Uh, for my Alistair, I have uh, Josh Dallas, uh, Prince Charming from uh once upon a time uh my warden i have targon egerton egerton uh and i have liliana cast as rose leslie because i couldn't think of any other redheads i also figure less party members cast the better because then we can introduce more later down the line i like this uh 15 20 season idea you've got going on the more dragon age content i can have in my life the better Oh, I figure Origins alone can get us a whole 10 seasons, and then Dragon Age 2 can get us, like, a season. And then Dragon Age Inquisition can get us another 40. No, I mean, I think the Dragon Age 2 could get at least, at least, like, three or three? four seasons. Yeah, like, the first season, obviously, is, like, all the Deep Road stuff. The second season can be everything with Leandra. And then the third season can be the Canari stuff. And then the fourth season is um, everything with Meredith at the end. So you get four, four out of that. All I know is that Daddy Cavill is the air shock because he's shirtless the entire time. Seconded. And he'll have to get another white-ish wig. Oh. Let's remember that Grey's Anatomy, I don't, I pretend that season like 11 through whatever now don't exist. I, so, I just know I, that it's been on forever. The new season's good. Are you saying you don't want Dragon Age to uh, be a washed up content that isn't very good anymore? Yes, that is I exactly agree. what I'm saying. I guess I'll go now. Um, 
My show idea is um, the story of Andraste going all the way back to the beginning. Um, action drama, kind of like Lord of the Rings. And for Andraste, well, there's five characters that need to be cast. First, Andraste. And uh, for her, I have Sophie Turner um, from Game of Thrones. And second is Mathrath. Um, and I have Mark Rowley from The Last Kingdom, uh, who plays Finnan. Um, third is Tessarian. And I have uh, Naveen Andrews um, playing him. Fourth is Shartan, um, the elf that undrusted his friends. And I just couldn't picture anyone other than Tom Hiddleston in this role. And for the last role, which is Havard, and for anyone who doesn't know that who that is, he was Mathrath's friend throughout his childhood. And he eventually became the person who took Andraste's ashes to uh, Haven. And I have yeah, I have John Boyega playing um, Havard. I like that a lot. Uh, I think we're all obsessed with that. Like, I know that y'all who are listening can't see us, but we're all like violently nodding. Like, yes, uh-huh, yes, please. Especially me um, to Mark Rowley as Mathrath. I would be down bad for Mathrath, but that's that's only in that iteration. Only. Another alternative. Could be Ethelfled from The Last Kingdom as Androste. Yeah, but she has brown hair. It's like reddish. I think her name is Millie Brady, is her name, that actress. Wigs exist. Anyway, that was a really good one. I'm kind of obsessed and need to see that now. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess I'm second to last year. Uh, my idea was to kind of do a adaptation of uh, Jenna TV dies at the end from To Venture Nights because it's one of my favorite stories from the book. Um, so I kind of have five main characters going, and that's Philium, a bard, formerly Sister Ladine, uh, brother Jenny TV, of course, Matteo, the Lord of Fortune that guides them on their little journey. And then Rasan, the Canary woman who is really obsessed with names and knowing your true name. Just her whole life's purpose. So for Philium, I kind of was thinking since he's related to Trevelyan from one of the Inquisition beginnings, I was like, who looks the most like sort of standard Maxwell Trevelyan? And I got um, the guy who plays Steve from The Haunting of Hill House. Um, I think his name is Michael Huisman. And I was like, yes, you've, you've got the image. You look like you could be related to him. Um, so, and then for formerly Sister Ladine, I kind of just came up like blast from the past, but I got Hayden Panettiere. I was just kind of thinking She's got the voice. She can kind of play it kind of like uh, I'm doing all of like the 
taboo like codex entries and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, and then Brother Genitivi, I went a little bit younger than Teacup did. Um, so, and this one I kind of crowdsourced. Um, I got Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul. I think he has the nose for it based on what he looks like in Origins. Um, and then Mateo, I chose Wilmer Valderrama because they're implied to be from Ravain and he's a snack. And I just think of the ending scene from that story where he's like upside down on a table in the tavern and like drinking all the alcohol. And I was like, that sounds like something Wilmer, Wilmer Valderrama could do. Um, and then the last one was Rasan, and I chose Gina Davis because she's a tall queen. That's what I got. I love that. Um, that was also one of my favorite stories from um, To Venter Nights. So I think that's a really great idea too. Um, so before I give mine, I'm going to read the ones I have from Peoples. So I have from Derek B. He said that he would like to cast an HBO-ish series based on Dragon Age Last Flight which is the book um, about the fourth blight and all of that with the Griffins. And so he would star Ashley Cummings and um, she would be playing Valia, who is like the modern day story. She, he would also cast Olivia Cook as Isaya, who uh, she plays Alicent in House of the Dragon. And he would cast Johnny Depp as Isaiah's brother, Garahel. And last but not least, Jennifer Connell as Amadis Vale. That's a very interesting uh, idea. I really like that one. And then from Charlotte, she says she has two ideas. She didn't necessarily cast them, but she came up with two different ideas for shows. And so first show is a show about the crew who went to investigate Skyhold into Venter Nights. So that would be a really, really interesting one too. And then another show following Meriden as and Cole as they go around helping people. Um, I really like that idea. I think it would be really cute. Um, I really, really enjoy that. So my idea, my idea is I would cast the story of the first inquisition. So with Ameridan and his group. Um, and so kind of the end probably when they're finishing up, uh, maybe the whole story, I don't know. Um, but I really wanted to work in Emperor Draken and the founding of the Chantry into that. So I could cast, also I could cast Draken and Andraste. So Ameridan, I would want to be played by Richard Madden, who plays Rob Stark. For Talana, his lady mage girlfriend, I would cast Anya Charlotra from um, The Witcher. She plays Yennefer. As Draken, I would cast Chris Pine. For Divine Justinia, I would cast Ju Divine Justinia the first. I would cast Gwendolyn Christie. For Andraste, I would cast Kate Blanchett. Think Galadriel from Lord of the Rings movies. For Heron, who is the Templar in Ameridan's group, I would cast Sam Witwer, who plays Darth Maul in The Clone Wars. 
And then as Orena, who is the dwarf in a Meriden's crew, I would cast Sophia Namvet, who plays Disa in The Rings of Power. Cash's mind is blown right now. I love this idea. This is fire. You picked all the cute boys. And girls. <laughs> I'm really surprised you picked Chris Pine. I just felt like, I know, Chris is, Chris Pine is not my favorite Chris, but I felt like, I felt like he just had the right scruffiness. Um, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of him from, I think it's the Don't Worry Darling press tour, where he's got like the longer hair and he's taken like the pictures with the disposable camera. I was like, that fits Emperor Drake in perfectly. And he's got enough arrogance, air quotes, arrogance. To be a good Orlesian. Yeah, I very much agree with that. Any last thoughts before we go to our break? Uh, Shelby, who would you cast as Cassandra? Because we all need to know. I don't know. It's hard. That's a hard question. I haven't thought about it. I'll post it in the Discord later after I think about it for a while. I'm going to be devastated if I don't find out. I I would cast... um, Name is escaping me, but I do know it. Rhaenyra, the old Rhaenyra. Emma Emma Darcy. Emma Darcy, yeah. Emma Darcy as Cassandra. I I don't, mm -mm, no. Cass needs to be more buff than that. Actors can get buff. I just don't see it. What's the name of the person who just played Laura Croft in the Tomb Raider movie? Alicia Kander, isn't it? She might be a good Cassandra. Wesbo just said in chat, Ronda Rousey, and I want it on record again that I hate him. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh my God. I'm literally Googling buff buff lady actresses. Um, I feel like Gal Gadot could play Cassandra. I don't know if I would want her to be my number one pick, but I could see that. Um, she'd be okay. I would want a better actor than Gal Gadot. <laughs> Yeah, I also would. Like That's it. very. What about um, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen could do it? She Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt is another option. Are, are there have... any Egyptian or Arabic actresses? Because Cassandra's a person of color. So. Well, that's why I said Gal Gadot because she's like I think she's Israeli. Um, Israeli. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Michelle Rodriguez too could be one. To play Cass, I don't know. Again, I will have to think about it, and I will post it in the Discord, though. I did have one off-the-cuff cast that I wrote down because I was thinking about Vivienne. And, you know, Indira Varma does an amazing job as her voice actress, but I was thinking, like, what if we cast an actual Black woman to play Vivienne? And my mind just went to Janelle Monet because she's the fashion icon. Ooh, she'd be good. I love that. Um, another one I can think of. Who's the girl? She plays in Black Panther and in The Walking Dead. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. The one who plays Shuri or her the queen from? Uh, she's an honor guard. She's also Michonne. Oh, you're thinking uh, of Viola Davis. Yes! Oh, that's, that's she not would Viola. Be... No, it's, it's uh, not Viola deny, Davis. Deny but she would be perfect. Carrera? Um... Yeah, Denai Gurira. Yeah. 
I don't know where I put him, but Idris Elba needs to be in game in uh, Dragon Age. It's, I just think that mm. should be something. I agree. Someone said uh, Carl Urban as Hawk, and I I very much could see it. Only if he plays a sarcastic Hawk, though. Why would we have Hawk be anyone other than Sassy Hawk? <laughs> Fair. There is no other Hawk. There is only Sassy Hawk. Well, that's not true, and our survey results are proving that that is not true. So let's go to the mid-break, and we can talk about all those things. Yes, that's right. I stopped you to tell you that I'm an idiot. Whew! Thank the maker you know already. Now I can stop worrying, I'll be found out. Do try to have fun, dear. You could have been one of the Chargers, Blackwall. You've got the stature, the attitude, and you'd be my boss. Hey, I'm a great boss. I'm a firm believer in No Pants Fridays. I'd rather fight for a cause. Hey, No Pants Fridays is a cause. Hello and welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything that does not have to do with the lore but has to do with the podcast. And this is where we thank our patrons, especially these ones here in front of us. Thank you so much for your support and supporting this podcast. And... Also, a special thank you to Lewis H., our Nug King patron, who gets shouted out every episode, and we all bow down to the Nug King. A special shout out to our first ever patrons in Lisa M., Genesis, and Derek B. Thank you so much for your support. If you'd like to join us on these chats, if you would like to support us financially, you can go to patreon.com slash Dragon Age Lorecast and find us there and support us and sign up for tiers. You can go as in our lower tiers and get ad-free and early access to the episodes. Now you can go all the way up and get awesome benefits like coming on the show once a month with us. And we really appreciate that. Another great way to support us is to rate us on Spotify or leave us a review on Apple with five stars. We are working to get to 50 reviews total on Apple. So if you can help us, if you have not yet reviewed us, we would greatly appreciate that also Shelby we have a survey that we want to talk about we do have a survey so we launched last week we launched the Dragon Age Lorecast community survey so this is a survey that basically asks you questions about your canon emphasis on your canon playthrough of all three Dragon Age games. And so there's various questions like what origin did you choose? Who did you romance? Some of the major decisions, that kind of stuff. The survey takes like two minutes of your time. So if you want to take that survey and get your answers in so we can analyze them, make sure you do that in the next week. The survey has been posted in our Discord. It's in the episode description of this episode and it's been posted on Twitter. So they're everywhere. It's everywhere. Make sure you take it though, because it will close next Thursday on November 24th. Another great way to connect with us is to hang out on our Discord. We all hang out there and have lots of fun talking about Dragon Age, talking about Assassin's Creed, talking about the inheritance cycle, talking about Star Wars, talking about Lots of things of various topics, having good old laughs and crazy theories. And if you want news about our podcast, that's the first place to look. So you can join the Cups podcasting and more Discord server. That link can be found in the episode description. And now I think that is all we have for the mid break. Let's get back to it. Bake the 
that I succeed. For I have seen the throne of the gods, and it was empty. Your glibness does you no credit. You fear barbarians will swoop down upon you. Yes, swooping is bad. So, we've got big news to talk about, right? Is that right, Austin? That is right. I didn't know that question was to me. So we have news to talk about because today, the day that we are recording this episode, was launched the Dragon Age Absolution trailer. The next trailer with lots of content, lots of lots of things going on, lots of things going on in the background, lots of lore things, a confirmation that we will be at least partially into Venter for this show. And we got a cast list released a little bit of the five main cast members, I believe. So yeah, so we're just kind of here to talk about your reactions. So for people who maybe are in the dark a little bit, do you want me to read the cast list that we got, Austin? Yes. So we got five main characters, and those are Miriam Fairbanks, Quidian, I think I'm pronouncing that right, Kira and Roland. So Kimberly Brooks is playing Miriam. If you don't know who Kimberly Brooks is, she played Ashley Williams in, or Lieutenant Gunnery Chief Ashley Williams in Mass Effect. Then we oh, have she's first... Lieutenant Commander now. Okay. Well, she's also Spectre, whatever, if she survives. Um, we also have Fairbanks, the one, the only, who is in Dragon Age Inquisition. If you remember in the Emerald Graves, he is the like freedom fighter-esque character that you meet there and you can help him. He's going to be voiced by Matt Mercer. Quidian is played by Ashley Birch. Hira is played by Sumali Montano. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. And she voices the female American Inquisitor. And then lastly, Roland is played by Phil Lamar. So those are the actors. So initial reaction to the trailer. I'm so excited for this. I can't wait. I'm so stoked. I think it's going to be great. Someone apparently disagrees with me, though. I don't disagree that I don't think it'll be bad. I just have so little expectations for Netflix to do anything right that I just... I just don't have expectations for it. I have such high expectations for anime and animation and Netflix just never hits that bar. I think that's fair. Um, I think I was really hyped for it when we got the teaser and I'm still hyped for it. I'm I'm very excited now that we've seen Cass and Liliana in there in the trailer, in the full trailer. Um, I, I will echo though your skepticism and hesitation with Netflix, especially after the Witcher and all the Henry Cavill issues and, and everything with that um, very much was a major red flag for me with Netflix. So I feel like, I feel like if Bioware has a heavy hand in development of this show, it's going to be good. But if they just have kind of like turned it over to Netflix and said, okay, here's the story, do whatever you want. I, I agree with you. Um, but unfortunately we don't, we don't know. We have no idea what the situation is until we see it. So. Typically from like, I don't know a lot about this, but I know little when it comes to like credits in trailers and credits in like movies and opening, when something is just loosely based on something and the creators of that don't have a hand in it, it says like, based on a best-selling game by Bioware. 
Bioware is credited by name, no disclaimers, which makes which leads to believe that Bioware does have at least some consultation or involvement in here. I'm just expecting them to hire writers that absolutely hate Dragon Age and just shit on it the entire time. That's possible. Um, I don't think that's possible at all. <laughs> I think, except for they literally just did that with The Witcher, which makes me nervous. Now that you've said that, right? That's fair. But... I I guess I think with with the amount of Bioware like voice actors, that's why I think that's improbable. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna watch every episode because <laughs> I'm a fan and I'm gonna love it regardless. But I'm not. Ex- it's gonna be like me watching the Transformers movies. I know they're not good, but I love watching them go boom, boom, pow, explosion. That's fair. That's how I, I think... feel about Thor: The Dark World. I enjoy the aesthetic of that movie, but I know that it is objectively bad. Um, Arguably one of the most important ones because it's the first one that talks about the Infinity Stones. Right. And so, but from another thing to just kind of throw this out here, CD Projekt Red is in no way near the place that Bioware is in regards to their games. So Bioware has not had a positive new game release since Inquisition. I'm not counting Mass Effect Legendary because it's a re-release of a game. And so they need... They need Dragon Age Dreadwolf to do good, like desperately for EA to, for Papa EA to still consider them a viable company. And so I think that with Absolution being so close within like months of probably a DAD release, I doubt that they are letting them have free reign over there. And especially because Bioware at least with Dragon Age, has had such a close-knit circle on the lore of this game and trying to make sure we don't have a lot of contradictions. And I know there's a lot of contradictions between Origins and the rest of the games, but... I I think we need to talk about uh, Cass and Liliana because I, I personally, and I don't think that I'm alone on this, I was kind of anticipating this to be a a transition into DAD and that you know it might set up the events of the game and so if that is accurate then this game this show absolution is obviously going to be post dragon age inquisition which means there is a new divine and obviously two of the three candidates are seen in the trailer and it doesn't seem like they have all of the accoutrements and you know signals of office with them. And but one other thing I'm really interested in is that Cassandra is wearing a very distinct armor that is totally different, even from you know the potential divine armor in Trespasser. And so, like, is this could still be some other kind of different divine armor, or they she could have taken either of them could have taken off, you know like all of their divine stuff and, you know, sent their, uh, their, their guards away or something like that. And so that, that, that question though, is the one that just has the, my most attention right now, the most of my attention. Well, with that though, it, 
totally would make sense that we aren't going to actually see who the divine is because even if in whatever playthrough you're doing you have cassandra or Eliana as the divine even at the end of trespasser when your inquisitor stabs that map of Tevinter. Leliana's walking in in her regular spymaster armor. She's not wearing anything divine related if you make her the divine. So could be that, especially for Leliana, you really don't think she could ditch her guards in five seconds if she really wanted to. And Cass guess, would just yell at them to go away. I guess my other thing though, is that I, I think that the it would be better if there is no canon divine, kind of like we talked about in the divine episode. And instead, you know, you just import your world state from Inquisition. But I think having both of them, it would have been better for, for none of the three of them maybe to be in Absolution as much as I want to see them again. Because if they're in there and if there's no mention as to who is the divine, I think that's going to be, you know, there's going to be a cognitive dissonance there. That's what I'm worried about. Or something could have happened to the Chantry. And that is why they are not in the divine. Which, which, which I know, I see all the faces because we all know from the lore would cause major, major problems in all of Thetis. But also they could be traveling incognito because they are into Venture and the divine would be a primer target for the magisterium to re to lash out against if they came in to to venture or it could be that it doesn't happen after the end of inquisition like the episode we're seeing liliana and cassandra and it could be that this happens before the new divine has gone and had her hey i'm the new pope ceremony coronation that's the word before she's coronated so I think I, that's very possible. Um, and I, I, the thing I want to add is the last year on Dragon Age Day, they released short stories that were like 10 years in the future and everyone lost their mind and basically was theorizing like, oh my God, what if, what if, what if DAD is 10 years in the future? And I think a lot of people just kind of ran with that idea and accepted it as fact based on those two short stories. And I think that this trailer, I think it sets it up as that, that time in between the end of Inquisition and before Trespassers starts is what it kind of looks like to me. So I think that that implies that, hey, Dreadwolf may not be 10 years in the future. It could be right after Trespasser, but we don't really know. We don't have any confirmation of that at all yet. Solus is not going to wait that long. He's Unless he not. has to. Unless he has to. And then, fair, we don't know how long he waited to manipulate Corypheus. That's true. So I have more concerns now if we're talking about it being a sequel to Dragon Age Inquisition. I have to be the bad guy because everyone's all hopeful. No, um, I think that's good. Thank you for so, bringing that. So yeah. Now we've talked about how great it's going to be. So what about everybody else that didn't want this person to be the divine? And what happened to the Inquisition? which means now they have to canonize an ending. And everybody knows that when a company canonizes an ending, everybody else is now losing their mind. I would just like to point out that in regards to the games and everything, there have been several comics that have Alistair as king that came out before Inquisition 
and you can play Inquisition in a world state where Alistair is not king. And so I think that it's safe to remember that like, games are the main media of Bioware. And so similar as I always say, the movies supersede in canon of any other Star Wars content, the games supersede in canon any other extra material that involves the Dragon Age. Oh, at least would, in my mind, that would make. I, I just I view it as whatever came first as its main source. What is the most canon? Also, is this going to be another one of those Witcher movies where it's a Dragon Age movie, but it takes place in a separate universe and none of it matters? Considering we saw Cassandra and Liliana, I'd guess not. But I have been wrong before. Well, we saw Geralt in the in the Witcher. My position is that um, having read all of Tevinter Nights, I feel like they do a pretty good job of not, and, you know, who knows if there's any crossover with the writers of that and this, and, you know, it's a whole big shit show, but <laughs> I do think they did a really good job of not really canonizing anything in Tevinter Nights. They keep it very vague as to what the fate of the Inquisition is and who is divine and all of that. And I do kind of think it's a distinct possibility that it could take place during Inquisition in a way. Uh, one of the stories that is in Tevinter Nights deals with the necromancer Sidney and she goes up to Tevinter to do some random shit up there. And technically it takes place during the story of inquisition but it's just so far off field that they could do whatever they wanted because it's not really about the main events of inquisition it's just the inquisition sending people agents up into deventer so i think it could be something along those lines i'm just so excited for this show uh it's it has been a decade close to a decade since you know something this big and I just cannot contain my excitement and I'm I'm probably just gonna have it on loop for two weeks three weeks maybe even the, a whole month and just sh absolutely shamelessly yeah I've tried to uh hold my excitement in for the show but that trailer just flew everything out of the water like the hype is at a million percent now for me. Like, there's no stopping. And that blood magic looks like it's going to be just so OP. It looks so brutal. I'm, I'm just so excited for all of it. And right. I... I will also add, I was very skeptical of the animation um, based on Dawn of the Seeker, based on Paradise Lost. I think that's the name of the one with James from Mass Effect. Um, but I think this looks really good. The The animation is definitely going to be the best thing about this show. Wow, you can say nice things about it. Listen, I like looking at pretty things, okay? Just from the trailer, I'd say the sound's going to be really, really good, too. The music immediately drew me in. I will say I have not been this hyped for from a trailer since the Kenobi trailer dropped Duel of the Fates in it. And so that's the same amount of hype I have about it. Not to be a party pooper, but did Kenobi let you down a little bit? No, I liked Kenobi. I uh, have critiques of Kenobi, but I liked Kenobi. Okay. 
just we didn't talk about the most important thing about this trailer and that's not even in the trailer it's in the description below the trailer yeah where they're like where they're like hey by the way dragon age day is coming up soon but uh you know maybe something or whatever will come out before who knows so i have it uh because our tweet is kind of like going viral in dragon age circles about this um so thank you wes for pointing that out to me but it it says specifically p.s if you've read this far see you on dragon age day or maybe sooner the teases the evil teases you know maybe we'll be a day late who knows it's chaos out there exactly it's very much giving see you soon don't know when but i'll see you around and then they just like pop up out of nowhere uh, 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 because some people might not know but i clearly know can you remind everybody which day dragon age day is it's december 4th for all the people who didn't know it's december 4th i could have told you that but i wanted them to let you know with that Thank you all for your support. I just want to wrap up with what we do know about Dragon Age Absolution. We know that it will be called Absolution. We know that it will release December 9th of this year. We know that it will at least have Taventer in it. We know that there will be blood magic. We know that Cass and Liliana are in it, though they are never addressed by name, so they could be addressed by as Divine Victoria. So who knows? Um, I think it would be funny if they were both addressed as by Divine Victoria and none of them corrected it. Um, but those are the things that we do know. And I'm very excited about it. And thank you all for your for your fan casts and all your support. And we greatly appreciate it. And so you all can, uh, we'll go around real quick and you all can plug anything uh, that you have going on. And we'll start with Lizzie. All right, well, you can find me on Twitch, where I stream Dragon Age, of course, as well as Kingdom Hearts, Mass Effect, and Assassin's Creed at twitch.tv slash LVCC13. I got it right! Yes! Uh, hi, I'm Cole Christian, or bye, I'm Cole Christian. It's either way it works. Um, I don't have anything going on, but as always, I just want to plug the Discord, and because it is amazing, it's a great group of awesome people. And also become a patron because these patron chats are so much fun and we would love to see you here. Yep, I don't have anything to plug, but this has been great. Um, you know, if you're a fan of Dragon Age, uh, just start listening to the podcast and join the Discord. Hello, I am the Wesbatron, and I started doing uh, a poll about the Dragon Age Origins abilities and spells, about which one is the best one that I occasionally forget to do. But when I don't forget to do, make sure you come and vote because it's fun and we need to know which one's the best for science. And as always, you can find us on the Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. You can listen to our other podcast, the Assassin's Creed Lorecast or the Inheritance Cycle Page by Page podcast. Uh, I'd also like to give a special thank you to Lewis H., our Nug King patron, who gets thanked at the end of every show thank you so much for your support and thank you for listening to the dragon age lorecast we will see you next week thanks for listening to the dragon age lorecast you can find us on twitter at da lorecast 
If you have any lore questions, topics to unpack, or side character suggestions, join our Cups Podcasting and More Discord server. It's easily the best place on the internet. You can also support us financially through our Patreon. You can find us there on patreon.com slash dragonagelorecast. The Dragon Age Lorecast is part of the Robots Radio Network. For more information about the Robots Radio Network, join the Discord server via the link in our episode description. If you enjoyed the show or learned something new today, please subscribe, leave us a review, and join the Patreon. And if you enjoyed our intro and outro music, give a big thank you to Pipe Man Studios. Thank you, Pipe Man. Thanks again for listening to the Dragon Age Lorecast. We'll see you next time. Welcome to Three Count Thoughts. Let me introduce the crew real quick. Hi, I'm Maverick Stone. I'm Romer. And I'm Jaxus. Join us as we talk all things wrestling. Each week, we'll take a topic from the wrestling world, knock it around a bit, and then go over the week in wrestling from a strictly fan perspective. We can be found on all major podcast catchers. We can also be found at Three Count Thoughts on both YouTube and Twitter. Or you can send us an email using 3CountThoughts at gmail.com. Okay, are you ready? Ring the bell. <laughs>